Hey guys, I love y'all so much and I hope that today's message encourages you. Be sure and like and subscribe if you are tuning in on YouTube. Comment down below what you learned in today's message and what other topics you'd like to hear talked about moving forward. And if you're tuning in via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review. We love reading your reviews and it actually helps us as we prepare for messages to come. And make sure to turn on your push notifications so that you can know whenever episodes come out as we have new episodes every single Wednesday. Guys, I love y'all and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey there, MMA McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, Have You Heard fam? So this is actually Josh McDaniel, Emma's husband, and you probably weren't expecting me. Um, and that is because Emma's actually right now on a sabbatical. She's taking a time of rest just to be alone with the father, really recuperate, really just regenerate all those different things that she just needs rest to find because she constantly pours out um, and she's just taking some time alone with God to be poured into. Um, so she'll be back later, but this next couple of uh, months, we actually have some amazing guests coming out. Some you do know, some you haven't known. Um, but this week we have my father-in-law, Jason Jenkins, um, and we will be talking about a lot of different things. Some things that honestly, you probably haven't heard on a podcast before. So you definitely want to stay tuned for this. So grab your headphones and let's get into it. What's up, Jason? It's nice to be on the podcast with you. You know how happy I am to be with <laughs> you. I know. This is your second time on the podcast, actually. You were you were with Emma a long time ago, and that, you all talked about like sharing the gospel. And I remember people ate that one up. They loved it. It was good wow. work. Wow. Am I the best ever on the podcast? I, I mean, you got asked to come back again, so you can't be that bad. How? Fun. I love it. Or yeah. did you just run out of friends? That's probably that's probably too. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's awesome. No, we're we're stoked to to have you back on. Um, and honestly, we were having a conversation the other day, and you were just sharing it, and it impacted me so much. And I know it's going to impact our listeners. So I just honestly, I'm just going to give you the floor, um, just to share of what what we talked about, and I'll let you uh, speak into it how you may. Um, and we can just continue the conversation from there. What? Wow. What What an intro and what a good <laughs> way to set me up for whatever we're going to speak about. But <laughs> you know, one of the one of the most beautiful things I remember sharing this with Emma and I mentioned this on the podcast is, you know, people who who talk about the Lord in their daily walk, in their mm-hmm. daily life, they um there, there requires something in you. You, you have to love other people to want to share good news with mm. other people. Yeah. One, two, you have to be grateful for where you came from. I once was lost. Now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. If I don't remember that I was blind and lost, I'll never be grateful for being found and being able to see. 
Wow. And so I lose where I'm at in my journey. And in that, you become selfish. And therefore, you really don't love other people and realize, look, I, I'm not judging you and saying you're lost, but I'm just giving you a better way to live that contradicts everything that you're doing in your life mm-hmm. right now. And so this life is so much better and so much more beautiful and joyful and the mercy Mm -hmm. that comes with it and the grace that comes with it. And all of the scripture that flows through my mind of being more than a conqueror and I'm surrounded by a shield of divine favor and Isaiah 43, where it says, there's no water that's going to come upon you that's going to wash you away. I'm with you. There's no fire that you're going to go through that's going to burn you. I'm with you. And then you think of Daniel in the in uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. And they look in there and they say there was another one with them. And it's like, it's Jesus. So when I have this presence in this journey with the Lord, and I'm grateful for what I came from mm-hmm. and the life that I used to live, Man, how beautiful is it to be able to walk with people and journey with them, not mm-hmm. pulling out who where their life is wrong and what they need to do different. What the, yeah. But I love them and I care about them and I'm I'm just I'm warning them mm-hmm. of the steps ahead, saying, "Look, if you keep going this way, there's trouble. There's trouble ahead of you. Yeah. Let me share this gospel with you." That is so life-giving and joy. And you want to talk about how it leads to everything in life as a father, as a husband, financially in my yeah. home, where yeah. I'm at work with the people, my, my boss and the people that work under me or with me. You you provide so much in this world and on this planet. Jesus even said, you're the salt of the world. You're the salt of the earth. You're mm-hmm. the light of the world. Yeah. You're the city on the hill. When, when I look like him and I share this gospel. So in sharing the gospel, you know, and believing the gospel yeah, and receiving the gospel and giving your life to Christ, many people give their life to Christ, which leads to what we're talking about. And they're like, what? What is next? What yeah. am I supposed to do? Am yeah. I am I supposed to live this life of trying, of not drinking, of quit, quit looking at pornography, look at quit all the things that I've been doing that's bad, and yeah. now I'm going to be good and try, and then when I fail, I'm like, oh, I'm such a failure. This yeah. I, I hate who I am, and so we get in this deal of not knowing what our next steps are in Christianity. Yeah. I mean, I meet with so many people who have given their life to Christ and they say, well, I I help with the coffee. I help set up cones. Mm. I'm part of a life group on Wednesday night. What, what else am I supposed? I'm, I'm, they're bored. (laughs) They're bored. And they're frustrated in their journey of what they're doing next. Why? Because most people were not given anything to do next from a pulpit. Wow. I'm not stepping on preacher's toes. 
I'm just saying from from a from a pastor mentor mentality, we usually try to keep people in a life of just being good and doing good and serve at this thing and serve at that thing. And we don't really know scripturally what our next steps are supposed to be. Wow. That that's so good. Cause I feel, I feel like you're talking right into that, you know, I I've experienced maybe I've, maybe I've experienced the grace of God. Maybe I've, I've accepted him into my heart. Now I have eternal life, but what do I do from here? Like, do I just go on about my day? not changing anything about it. Yeah. But no, like you're saying like, no, you change everything about you. Even Christ said, you know, die to yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Like, I love that you me. said that. And so it's yes. like, I'm supposed to continually do an action with it. I'm yeah. supposed to die to myself, deny myself every day. Cause you know what? I wake up every day. I'm like, what does Josh want? What do I want? Because that's what I'm nature. I'm born that way. Psalm 51 says I'm conceived into sin. I'm conceived into a nature that, that wants me to do whatever I want. But Christ comes and he's like, you know what? Die yourself. Yeah. Take up your cross. Taking is an action. Like it's not, I just die. I'm done. So take up that cross and follow. Follow is also an action. I'm supposed to continue to go and chase after him. And whenever we were talking about this, you said you said a phrase that just stuck with me. That just stuck with me so well. It was, I want to impact people, not just impress people. Yeah. What, was, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I, I was listening to John Maxwell the other day. And John Maxwell is just such a dynamic speaker, motivator, mm-hmm. influencer, and lover of people. And he does it really well. And I've been to his conferences and certified in his yeah. life coaching stuff. And But I was just listening to something he said the other day. And he said that there's a difference in impressing and impacting people. And I got to thinking, and I was like, oh my goodness, this leads to so much of what Jesus taught us. Yeah. And just an illustration that I wanted to give was... If I really, if I want to impress you, I'll send you a Christmas card Mm -hmm. and on my Christmas card, it'll tell you all about my family. It'll tell you, oh, my daughter's doing this and she's writing these books and she just got married to this handsome guy and (laughs) (laughs) and my son, he's wanting to work on it on the football team at Liberty mm-hmm. and he's a freshman in college. He's six, three and beautiful and yeah. got his little baby beard and <laughs> he's this fantastic man. My wife, she's the vice president over all health and wellness for Walmart. And she's just blowing it up and she's beautiful with her silver hair and I just been married to her for 26 years and love the way she walks and tell you all about how I feel and how everything Mm -hmm. looks and what we're achieving and could show you the size of our home and I could show you the awesome van that I had that I just sold but this new truck I got I I could I could whoa whoa I could show you all the stuff if I, I wanted. Not a lot of podcast backgrounds are deep. Right. That's right. And on that side, there's diplomas, Amanda's diplomas, and my baby, my baby diploma. And it's like I could show you all of the things and impress you. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, wow, wow, that's really neat. 
But if I want to impact you, yeah, I I have to do life with you. Mm-hmm. The, the difference the difference in impressing and impacting is a Christmas yeah. card versus Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. It's like wow. I got to get knee to knee with you, sit with you, hear about your story. If I care, I'm going to listen to what you're going through with your marriage and what you're going through with your kids and what, how you're raising college age students or how you are adjusting in life and the pain of COVID and all of the things that happen in our life yeah. and the worries and struggles and the junk that goes on that the enemy throws at us. Mm. I will never impact you if I don't journey with you. Yeah. That's why Jesus said, if you want to deny, if, if you want to be my disciple, mm-hmm. deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. Yeah. Follow me. It's it it's life on life. It's me seeing you yeah. do life. It's walking with you. And people people don't learn how to be like you by reading about you or listening to your podcast. Yeah. People learn how to be like Josh by spending time with Josh. And if I if I have this life that I wake up and I go to work and I go home and I pay the bills and then I'm done and then I just go my way and it's day after day. And then I sit on a pew on Sunday and think I'm serving the Lord the way he wants me to serve. Mm. I'm, I missed it. Mm. I'm, I'm supposed to share with people what I've been through, what I'm going through and where we're going as far as heaven and future and by sitting on a pew on Sunday, those things mm-hmm. never happen on Sunday. I love what Emma yeah. said. People ask her, should they call her all the time at mm-hmm. wanting, wanting to, can I just spend, have a coffee date with you? Can I just mm-hmm. have this time with you? Can I, yeah. and it got to where it's really busy. It'll be busy, busy in her world where she has to, to say no. Yeah. And so sometimes what she started saying is, Hey, I'm going to the grocery store for about an hour. And if you want to go with me, you can go with me. I don't have time to sit down and do coffee and to, mm-hmm. to hear everything and listen to everything. But if, You'll, but what what will I get versus coffee? Mm-hmm. I will get the way Emma treats the cashier, mm-hmm. the way she treats the person that's stocking the shelves. I will get mm-hmm. to see her interact with other people that bump into her or are walking by or that are that have kids or mm-hmm. try to cut line. It's like okay, that's how I really see how to do this well. Yeah. Why how? By walking with them. And discipleship mm. is the next step after you say yes to Christ. Yeah. I'm supposed to take it's Second Corinthians chapter five, where it says, The old is gone, the new has come. It's like and then he goes on to say, You're an ambassador of the king. You are a representative of Jesus Christ yeah. everywhere you go. And when he says to make disciples, I'm supposed to take who I am, spend enough time with people that they hear and see who I am, and then they go and multiply who I am because of Christ. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... What's up, guys? I want to tell you about Nutrafol. See, Nutrafol, it's a vitamin for your hair. 
It helps you have healthier hair, it grows faster and thicker. Emma and I both love Nutrafol because they make it for both men and women. You can have Nutrafol at a discount right now. You can grow your hair, thicker, healthier hair, and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code PURD to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is the best offer anywhere. And it is only available in the U.S. for U.S. customers for a limited time. That is a limited time opportunity. Plus, free shipping on every order and $15 off when you go to Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code HERD for $15 off your first subscription. What if I told you that you could get important fertility insight without going to the doctor or even leaving home? Modern Fertility helps to educate women about their fertility health. This at-home test is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results within just 10 days. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Emma. That means your test will cost only $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands that it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Emma. Again, that's modernfertility.com slash Emma. That's so good because I think you, because we mentioned take up your cross and follow me. And we mentioned that, but you even said it's like to be my disciple, you have to take up my cross and follow me. And that verse reminds me of you will know my disciples by how they love and by their love for each other. And it's like, that's how, that's how we as Christians are distinguished from other people, like by the love that we that we give to the store clerk that we give to the person that cut in front of us that we give to the person that pulled out 40 in front of us in the car. And I just want to slam my horn and cuss them out. But like, that's how like that's distinguishes us. Like truly it does because like as Christians, we're not called to be comfortable, complacent, just do whatever we want to do. Surround us around people that we like surround us with people that we like we're comfortable it's like no mm -mm. i want to be an uncomfortable christian i want to go to the uttermost ends of the earth i want to go and reach the unknown i want to reach the unknown even if that person that's right next to me hasn't heard even the gospel being spoken over them yeah Yeah, they probably have heard the name of jesus most of the time probably in vain but they've heard the name of jesus but they need to know the gospel they need to know that jesus saves them and what are we doing as christians so Honestly, Jason, like practical advice, just practical laid out. If I, if I have just accepted Christ, if I am a person in school or at work or whatever like that, but I'm not overseas, you know, I'm not, I'm not going and doing this. How on earth can I make disciples who makes disciples and live on mission right now? Wow. That's a loaded question. And yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that's a good question, but you know, you hit on it just a little bit whenever you mentioned we hang with people who we know, who look like us, who vote like us, <laughs> who everything like us because we want to feel confirmed in who we mm-hmm. are thinking that this is who I am. And mm-hmm. Peter clearly says, you're an alien on this planet. You, yep. you should not belong. You want people to look at you and say, what is he up to? What mm-hmm. People... People look at Emma and say, she's just weird. She's just goofy. She's just, and as a father, I praise God for that because I don't want her looking like everybody else and acting like everybody else because the world lays out this image of this is how you do life and this is what you're supposed to be and that's how much money you're supposed to have and all of Mm -hmm. those things. And she's like, I just want to follow the Lord and look like mm-hmm. him. And if it looks a little different, it looks a little different. One of the things that whenever you start talking about missions and being, we 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 use the phrase whenever the kids were at home, having our head on a swivel and being preoccupied with the gospel. Being preoccupied with the gospel and having my head on a swivel <coughs> means means I wake up with one or two kingdoms on my mind. And it's the kingdom that the world provides or it's the kingdom of heaven. And whenever I wake up with the kingdom of heaven on my mind, I never leave the house just going to do whatever I'm going to do. Yeah. I am looking and searching and checking phone to see who's reaching out. One of the greatest things that happened to me this past fall was a buddy called me and he said, "Hey, um, I got a but I got a friend that wants to go hunting. He's never been hunting, and he wants to go." I'm like, "Okay, I'll take anybody." Yeah. He said, "You'll take anybody?" I said, "I'll take anybody." He said, "Well, he's Muslim and he's from Pakistan." And I'm thinking, bring him on. And so I set up the time at the camp and two days he's going to spend the night and eat with us and hang out with us. And just Mm -hmm. and I get in a deer stand with this guy, a Muslim from Pakistan who has never been hunting. And he's sitting there with the gun with the sticker still on. And so I'm, you know, the flesh in me was like, what am I doing here? Yeah, but then whenever I know that I don't want to impress the guy, I want to impact the guy, then Mm -hmm. it takes me spending time with him. He's never going to hear about the Lord in his own journey, hoping and praying that something outside of his sphere of influence reaches him or whatever we think, how somebody might be impacted. I exist to impact him and to reach him and to share Mm. in this time in the deer stand. Am I going to be able to share everything that I want to share? Is he going to confess Jesus as Lord and leave that stand that day and want to be baptized and join a church that day? No, the chances are high that it's not going to happen, but we met. And we spent two days together and we've been talking since then. And they're supposed to come over for dinner one night, he and his mm-hmm. wife and have his wife cook for us. And then we're going to probably go hunting again or spend mm-hmm. more time fishing or do. It's a life on life that the man says, there's something different about you. 
The God that I pray to is different than the one that you are talking about. This wow. grace and love that you're talking about, I've never known that. I've yeah. never seen that. How do they experience that by me sitting on a pew on Sunday and just trying to be good through my Christian journey? Hmm. It, it, it never happens. Yeah. It won't happen. And somebody made a comment the other day, a Christian that I meet with regularly. And I mentioned to him about the ministry that I'm involved in, which yeah. is called Aim Farther. And in our ministry, there are people um, that have never heard the gospel, never will hear the gospel. They have no access to Bibles, churches, mm -hmm. missionaries, Christians. There's no access. There, yeah. There's no access. In America, you go to the Holiday Inn and you find a Bible in the drawer. You mm -hmm. go to, I mean, you go anywhere and find yeah. Christianity all over. Go into Hobby Lobby and you're playing over the speaker system. Mm -hmm. Christmas comes along, it's Oh Holy Night playing through the Cracker Barrel speaker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can go anywhere. Go to a Barnes yeah. & Noble. Your neighbor, I promise you, probably yeah. knows about Jesus. Over in these places, Syria, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iran, they don't, this is not something that, that, that's being spoken about or talked about. Well, he said, so in your ministry, you're wanting to reach people that are never, he goes, well, if, even if you don't reach them, they'll still go to heaven. And this is a Christian for 40 years, Christian. He said, they'll still go to heaven. I said, wow. So I, I'm doing them a disservice by sharing the gospel with them because <laughs> then they're accountable. Then they have the answer. So I'm better off not sharing Jesus with the people. And in the meantime, I'm rejecting the great commission yeah. of going to all the world and make disciples of all nations. And yeah. I'm really just saying cahoots with that. But what then I start reading and it's 70% of Christians that think like that. Hmm. Wow. And I'm thinking, okay, what are we, what are we doing, man? What yeah. are we doing? We hear this gospel, we accept it. Think, think of this. We hear the gospel, we receive the gospel, we believe it. And then we're like, okay, I, I got heaven. I got forgiveness of sins. Yeah. I got his mercy. I got his grace. Mm -hmm. I'm good. You're good, but you're not grateful. Mm. Grateful makes you open your mouth and say, look, I got to share this with you. Yeah. Your family's falling apart and I can tell you why. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's so good because it's like, it's sad that many Christians believe that, that there's multiple ways. It's like, oh, they're, well, they'll get there. It's like, no, like Jesus is the only way, the only truth and the only life. And it's like, I love that you were talking about like, even an experience that you had of being in a, in a different, a different situation, like a situation that you're not in constantly going hunting with, with a man who doesn't know Christ, who, who, who actually prays to another God. And it's like, you're in that situation. You're in that uncomfortable situation, but you do think back to the second, like to one of the two last commandments that God gave us or that Jesus gave us whenever he was on this earth. And that's to go forth to all the nations. So Matthew 28, 19, I think that's so good that we have this mentality of going. We have this mentality of, of, uh, of preaching the gospel. But in Acts 1, it also says that wait for the comforters coming. 
And so yeah. it's wait for the Holy Spirit. So you see the disciples after Jesus has left earth and he's given us these two commandments. You see the disciples waiting, waiting on the Lord, praying together as a community. And then the Holy Spirit falls upon them and they go out unto all the world, to yeah. India, to, to, to Greece at that time and all this different stuff. And, and to what we know as modern day Christianity today. And it's so cool that like they waited on the Lord and then they went. And I was just in a uh, podcast with Christian Huff the other day. And we talked about this very thing that every morning I need to wake up and I need to wait on the Lord. I need yeah. to, I need to wake up and I need to, I need to see the Lord and what his word and his truth that is, that is true and noble. And I need to hide it in my heart. I need to wait on the Lord, but we're supposed to go to all the nations, even at work and even at school and even at all these different things. And I love that. So I, could you tell us more about your ministry? Because I don't think a lot of people understand what it really means, the unreached. Like you know, what? In our ministry, we use, mm-hmm. we asked, what is missing in the world of missions? Mm-hmm. And when you ask the question, what is missing in the world of missions? Jesus answers the question in Luke chapter 10 and verse 2, when he says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So the workers are missing. Mm-hmm. Where are the workers missing? Yes, they're missing in the United States mm-hmm. because you have people that are unsaved that are not Christians in the United States, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And also, you, even though you're saved and you're a believer and you're most Christians do not share their faith with mm-hmm. non-Christians. Mm. But think of non-Christians in, in America, and it's what I was saying earlier. You, They have access to the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so in my case, I spend time with broken and hurting men mm-hmm. and families, okay? And I also look for refugees who come to our country, mm-hmm. and I spend time with those people who have never heard, who... Mm-hmm don't know who Christ is. And I take the most opportunities that I possibly can in coffee line, standing, waiting for coffee. I will, you will notice people that are not from here are not from Northwest Arkansas. They were not born in this country. You can hear it in their language. You can see it the way they dress everything. Mm -hmm. I strike conversations with those people. Okay. But what I was talking about earlier, whenever you yeah. think of unreached yeah, and you think of um, people that are no access, they have no access to the gospel. They have no access to Christians. They have no access to ministries, yeah. to anything. And you think of the girl that works in a cubicle here and her name is Sarah and she has access to everything. Well, the Sarah in Afghanistan has access to nothing. Mm-hmm. She, she, she's not going to be able to walk into a local restaurant and hear Oh Holy Night playing over the speakers. Yeah. She's yeah. not going to have a holiday Inn with the Bible in her mm-hmm. drawer. And so it's like, who's going to f- share the gospel with those people mm-hmm. who, who is? And so there are people who 
sign up to say, I want to go to those countries. Mm-hmm. So our ministry aimed farther. If you think of the life of a person that hears the message and says, I want to go to Afghanistan yeah. and they say yes to the met, to the trip to Afghanistan or where, whatever country it might be. Mm-hmm. And they say, yes, that they want to go. Our foundation finds the people that want to go yeah. and through mobilization. So mobilization is a, a word that most people don't know of mm-hmm. in, in missions stuff sure. and the missions world. And in mobilization, who told that girl that there was a need in Afghanistan? Mm-hmm. Who was the person that told them our ministry funds that organization, that mobilization organization that goes out and tells and finds that person to go to that country. There's other organizations that are beautiful organizations that they will train you. They will equip you. They help you find the country. They help you learn Mm -hmm. the language. They, we just want to fund mobilization that goes and finds that girl that wants to go that clears the cobwebs and says, okay, there's a need over there. I'm going because when you give a dollar to a church and you say, I want this to go to missions, 90 cents, 90 to 99. I mean, it's almost all of it. Mm -hmm. 99 cents goes to where there's already Christians, churches, missionaries, and Bibles. Mm. Less than one cent goes where there's no missionaries, Bibles, churches, Christians. <laughs> wow. wow. And so we want to, America spends more money on Halloween costumes for their pets than they do in sending missionaries to the unreached. Wow. It's, it's unbelievable. And so wow. when I was asked to be a part of this and to be the executive director of Aim Farther and to get the gospel to the nations. Mm-hmm. It's all I do. Yeah. It's, it's all I do. It's all I want to do and get people on board that give. And the beautiful thing is, is we have a budget and after our budget is met, we give away a hundred percent what we raise. Wow. So everything we raise, we yeah. give away to mobilization for the unreached. That's and so good. It, it's fantastic. That's so good. I mean, that is, that's truly what we were just talking about that I want to impact instead of impress is that you're not doing this. So people look at you and be like, that's an mission organization I want to be a part of, or that's this. It's like, we're not even doing that. We're funding the people that are able to do that. Yeah. We're doing the dirty work of that. And we're just it's giving very, them money away. Yes. And that's, that's, and it's very hard to sell. I mean, yeah. because we're not, we're not feeding the starving orphans. Mm-mm. We're not. Eventually they are. Sure. But, but our organization is not digging wells and we're not, we're not feeding the homeless and we're not to, you know how many billions of dollars are doing that and how many yeah. hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are mm-hmm. doing that. And so when you look at organizations that fund mobilization to get people to, with the gospel to the unreached that mm-hmm. serve, that meets all needs, yeah. it saves their soul. Mm-hmm. We want to give and do everything we can to get, that taken care of. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, Jason, 
thank thank you for coming on here and sharing honestly just such wisdom with us such incitement with this and it's just an awesome thing that we can continue to look back at our lives and say like you know what just ask that question am i a christian that's impacting am i a christian that's making disciples am i a christian that's going forth to all the nations and so if you if you can just tell people where they can find you where they can find aim farther if they want to donate if they want to do those things tell us where where you are how how you are where you at all that stuff yeah, well, aimfarther.com, you can go in there. There's link there to be able to give to what we're doing. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, we're on Instagram, aimfarther. We haven't even really launched it. It's just aimfarther mm-hmm. with a black logo. We haven't even been really loud about it yet because mm-hmm. we're getting our feet under us, getting the foundations built, mm-hmm. and it's going to explode. I mean, it's going to be really a beautiful thing. Um and of course, I'm personally on social media and Instagram yeah. and Facebook and whatever else. And he makes some awesome my, posts. MySpace and <laughs> oh yeah, really? <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, thank you, Jason, for being on. And guys, and the Have You Heard fam, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, awesome! Don't forget to like and subscribe. You guys can go and watch a ton of other videos. Check it all out. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at Josh underscore McDaniel and the Have You Heard podcast page. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever else you can listen because you can listen anywhere, um, don't forget to leave a review. We love reading your reviews. It actually helps us come up with ideas. Um, and actually, some of y'all even said, let's talk about missions. Talk about um, how I can impact others. And so go and leave a review and don't forget how awesome you all are. Thank you. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.